You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. So, like, I'm going to start off this week by giving shout outs to my kiddos. Oh, OK. All right. So Christopher turned 11 this past week. Jesus Christ. And fucking tear on Saturday turns eight. Oh, I know. That's like the ultimate symptom of of your own mortality and what's your daughter eight weeks yeah she's two months <laughs> so like the, the ultimate symptom of your own mortality is the aging of your children like you can get away with being 40 yeah yeah no i, I don't feel 46 right i mean but uh, i have some issues but. but when your kids get old or get older and then like christopher will be out of grade school and into middle school next year that's fucked, dude. Right. And then soon enough, he'll be in high school. Right. Right. And uh, and then soon enough, he'll be asking to borrow money to get his girlfriend in a bobo. Well, what's funny is uh, since he was real little, real little, I've always said you save half of what you earn um, because it's a habit that I was not taught. So I'm like, you save half of what you earn and you're going to be grateful when you're a teenager because you're going to have to buy a car. I'll match what you come to the table with. Uh, so like I won't buy my kid a car, but if he's helping himself, well, I'll help him buy a car. You know what I mean? I do. Um, so then he gets it in his mind. He's like, I'm going to get a Camaro. I'm like, Oh, you're going to get a Camaro. Yeah. And I want to do one of these firebird conversion kits to it. And I'm like, Oh, holy shit. Okay. Well, save that Brad boy. Your kid is going to get so much probably it's gonna be gross or he's gonna get so much dick i mean whatever he wants whatever christopher wants whatever his preference maybe he's asexual maybe he's just gonna want hugs but whatever form of affection he desires he's gonna fucking slay it will slay what was funny so there was this there was this little girl that uh used to live by us i say little girl she was his age and she had the biggest crush on him all these little girls do and it's so funny because he's like could care less. I'm like, do you like girls? And he's like, no. I'm like, do you like boys? And he's like, no. I'm like, so he just haven't figured it out yet. Doesn't well, so, or, or maybe it's nothing. We caught him looking at boobies, kick ass on the internet. Oh, you did because you talked about yeah. that with the yeah. iPads. Yeah. So, um, I know that he's curious with the ladies. It's just, it's funny because he won't admit it to mom and dad. Well, I wouldn't either. And and honestly, I think that's going to, as he progresses in age, again, I just know from my experience, mm-hmm. I suspect that that will become even more difficult as his interest in sexuality increases. Oh, for sure. Well, I, I try to, you want to have open dialogue with your kids about that as uncomfortable as it may be for you and them because sex is going to happen. And, like, you want them to be responsible about it, and you don't want to have never had the conversations about it. You know what I mean? Yep. So I don't want to send somebody that's completely ignorant into the world to make mistakes or to be victimized or to victimize somebody else. So, like, 
in conversations because he's done the the puberty thing at school and how babies are made and all that. So it's like, okay, this is like doing that with somebody is important and it's a big deal. So I don't want you like it's glorified everywhere and I don't want you thinking that it's not a big deal just because everybody sexualizes everything because it's it's a very big deal and it's very important. And you need to respect yourself and respect other people when it comes to that. It's 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 weird, man. It's hard. I'm envious of your children because when I was a kid, my parents. God, I'm so sober. It's terrible. <laughs> it, is, it is. It's crazy. It's amazing what sobriety can do to the mind and my awareness of things. But when I was a kid, I did not get any sort of education from my parents whatsoever. Right? Like I remember the first time I had a wet dream. Like my mom just was like, "Okay, we'll clean everything up." That was it. I'm like, but I don't. But like, what happened? Why did this occur to my body, right? Yeah. Dad never talked about it. Mom never talked about it. Um, I had sex ed in high school. But, you know, by that point, all the damage was done. I mean, I remember when I lost my virginity, I had no idea what was happening. I just knew that at that moment, the world had changed, and I wanted to do this with every woman. (laughs) I mean, save my mother and sister. No, no, I mean, it. It's true because when yeah. you're when you're a kid, you're dumb, and a lot of people don't grow out of it. Right? They're like, I just want to fuck everything. I feel like that my maturity ceased at twenty three. At twenty three years old, my maturity just was like, okay, we've that we've, was the plateau. Yeah, we, this is where we're going to be, and here we are, twenty three years later. I feel like the same fucking guy. I just have more physical ailments. You know what's funny is, I. Uh, like two years ago, I was a better person, better human person than I am right now. Um, I was more motivated at work and stuff like that. Like I was, I was sharp in a different way. Um, there are sacrifices that like, there, there were self sacrifices that were made in order to do that, that I, that I've recently come to terms with the fact that I don't feel like making those self sacrifices anymore. And it's, I can still do well at work and make great money and blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't mean anything to me to be the number one sales guy anymore or anything like that. I don't fucking care. And it's ridiculous. I'm like, am I not competitive anymore? Well, sure I am. Just not with that. Yeah, you just don't have the fire. I've already, I've already done it. I've already been the best. Like, I have nothing to prove. And like, I'm in a different building with different people. Like, I should want to be the best out of all of them, and I just don't fucking care. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. For me, it's, it's yeah, it, it's exactly that. It is apathy. It is the desire to excel. I just don't have anymore, and I don't know if that's depression. I don't know if that's COVID. I don't know if that is the last 24 months of my life have been very, very difficult because of, you know, my marriage or or what. I don't know what it is. I just don't fucking care. Right. But then you couple that with a world that is increasingly divisive about ideology and opinion and experience i just i just don't want to participate and and, and and i'm not trying to sound suicidal i'm just saying that i just don't want to participate any longer what happens when we actually have to engage people again like this quarantine bullshit that's gone on for a year 
has been like... We just needed a couple of weeks, Chris, to flatten the curve. I, I just want to know how the curve is. I, I just... I think it's been the worst thing for us as humans, like, ever. So you put people inside for a year with uh, unstable political climate, and they don't have human contact, so they forget what it's like to interact with other people. But So, so any interaction that they have is borderline bullying and and i i try not to say that to sound like a bitch but it's like it's it's confrontational to the max Mm -hmm. all the time and it's like dude you wouldn't say that to somebody into their face absolutely not well and you can't even have a rational conversation with the person anymore it's absolutely insane it's absolutely insane like i mean we talked about on the last episode we talked about the whole carano thing and you and i were talking about that prior to the recording and and our concern was is that our shows about relationships and the relationships you have with people but so much of politics lately has impacted my relationships and honestly avoiding social media not being on twitter not going on facebook very often i've done a pretty i've been very fortunate to avoid the vitriol but I've encountered two situations recently. One was the Gina Carano thing yeah. and, and having to justify myself. And, and it's not me making a judgment call about other people and proselytizing boycott. It's me saying, as a person, this is something that I do not support. Ergo, they don't get my money anymore. And on more than one occasion, I have been met with the response that I'm some sort of fascist, right-wing lunatic to the point where I've gotten very angry with people and I'm basically like, fuck you, pull her tweet up. No, not me, not my phone, your phone, you pull it up right now, fucking read it to me and we will discuss it like adults. We will discuss it maturely, we'll discuss it calmly. These weren't in-face interactions. Yeah. No, they were face-to-face they were? interactions. Okay. Yeah, they were face-to-face. Yeah, they were face-to-face interactions because I was like, tell me where it's wrong. And so my buddy is going back and forth with me about, well, this is wrong and that's wrong. I'm like, no, 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 no. No. Read her words. What did she type? You are assuming that you understand who <laughs> she is. You're, you're assuming meaning. You're assuming who she is. Yeah. She didn't use the word conservative. She didn't use the word progressive. She's, she, I, I, I just, I was so infuriated. Then I had this argument again yesterday with somebody else um, about the Rush Limbaugh thing. And I'm like, I never listened to Rush's show, not once. Um, I, I've listened to AM radio in the St. Louis area, and I think it's awful. The frequency is awful. There is this buzz that comes with it that makes me feel numb and sleepy. I hate it. The frequency is awful. Oftentimes, don't agree with Rush Limbaugh. Didn't listen to his show. Everybody's talking about all the hateful shit that Rush did and about how he had the AIDS meter on his show and would celebrate the deaths of people that got, or celebrate, you know, gay people getting AIDS. Horrendous behavior. Terrible, terrible behavior. But he was a human being with loved ones, with family, with friends who had a human life. And people are celebrating his death. No, I, I had a Facebook friend say, I, it was like on some, you know how like if your friends comment on a post, like on a uh, public post from like a news outlet, yeah. you can see it. I had a friend post, I hope he finds no 
piece. And I was like, dude, you are a fucking cunt. Yeah. Like, as, as a human being. Do you have no mercy? You're a fucking cunt, dude. No forgiveness? I, I would love, I would love for every word that you've ever said to be fucking read aloud to you. That's what I would, I would kill for yeah, it. Every, every you stupid motherfucker. Every text, every tweet, everything, every private man. conversation, everything public. I think that we should judge everyone on their worst Not, day. not even, not even public. That's the thing, man. What you say in the dark is who you are. Right. Like, it's what you think and say when nobody's around. You fucking dunce. Who, who he was, though, what he did as a person, however terrible you think a human being he was, that is no justification for celebrating someone's demise. Here, the, fact, the fact of the matter is the dude didn't fucking, did he, did he commit genocide? No, was he a Hitler? No. Well, and here's what's crazy. People are celebrating Rush Limbaugh's death, whom I was not a fan. I never voted for Trump either time. I never supported. Just, I, it just, doesn't matter if you well, did. No, but you have to. You have to tell people. You, they, they have, you have to check a series of boxes yeah. before I they'll will, even listen to your opinion. I will, no longer, I will no longer check a series of boxes before making a statement that I know is true. Fair. No, you, you know what? You're right. It's you're right. I should stop being ridiculous. a coward. So- the thing that's infuriating is that Rush Limbaugh dies and everyone's talking about how horribly he was and how they're celebrating him. The same people voted for a man who calls the Uyghur genocide in China. Well, those are cultural differences. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, is, is uh, there yeah, no rationality? He called anymore? them different cultural Diff- norms. Different cultural norms. Yeah. <laughs> they're fucking enslaving Doing Nazi-like scientific testing on people and using them as slave labor. It's amazing. But Rush Limbaugh's death we celebrate. But I had a friend, a a, a woman for whom I have great affection. I said, and I'm not going to use her name because I know some of our friends listen to this show. I said to her, I was like, he had loved ones. She's like, fuck them. They can suffer too. And I was like, wow. You're a shitbag. I was like, I was like, wow. I was like, I was like. I know you can't possibly mean that. You know, she's it, like, she's like, wouldn't you celebrate Hitler's death? And I'm like, first, genocide. You're, you genocide. You, That's you, the difference. You you cannot conflate what Hitler did to Rush Limbaugh. Three million deaths at his hand. Uh, Come on. Well, no, six million Jews. Yes, yeah, not, million, not to sorry. mention Catholics. And so, so we have a guy that actually. It like mass murdered people, and yeah. then you have somebody that said some words that you don't agree with. Right, but You're, fuck she, off. And so she was like, "Well, wouldn't you have celebrated Hitler's death?" I'm like, "No, well, no, no. I would have celebrated the fact that the war is likely over. I would celebrate the fact that it did a blow to the enemies of the world. But this is a human being who was gifted life, whether it was by coincidence or whether it was by God. I am not going to celebrate." someone losing that precious gift. I'm not going to celebrate you losing your wallet or your car or your child. I certainly am not going to celebrate you losing the most sacred, significant thing you have, and that is your life. Yeah. No, it's... People are... uh, They're a special kind of fucked up right now. Yeah, And, 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 and is it because we are so dehumanized from one another... Because I, I, I think it's all these factors, right? I think it's social media. I think it's politics. I think it's isolation from one another physically 
ethically, morally. Well, we're we're in fucking bubbles for sure. We're in bubbles. Who? Um, but like, but, but I mean, I, I just don't like it's the fact that you're a person, an American. Okay, celebrating the death of an American who you don't have to agree with them. Okay, but. He didn't kill a bunch of people. It's not like fucking Charles Manson. Okay, you want to celebrate Charles Manson being dead? Sure, that guy was a shitbag. He did some awful stuff. This guy fucking said some words that you don't like. Like, yeah. grow the fuck up. Well, I, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say on the subject, but the idea that we want to destroy people based on their words and the idea that we want to celebrate death based on words, the idea that we don't have sympathy for other human beings, families, These and are the same ones. people that fucking mourn celebrities that they don't know. Well, now, see, I don't... I, I don't understand it. I don't know. I'm not going to draw that correlation because I don't know. I, I, I watch these same people ah, do it. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, what the fuck yeah, is That's not been you? my experience, but... Yeah, no, no, no. I've, I've, I've watched yeah. a lot of these people do that. Uh, but, like, we're, we're talking about the same group of people here. Sure. And I'm sure, I'm sure I actually know the people that you're talking about by name. Um, but no, it's fucking bizarre, man. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And and I, I and I mean I'm sure that there were people that celebrated the fact that 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 R R B G died right that Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away mm-hmm. I'm sure there were vile pieces of garbage all over the place that were happy that she died I have the same response to them I have the same response to my buddy who pinned me about Gina Carano and asked about James Gunn I said James Gunn shouldn't have been fired. He should, he should not have lost his job. But more importantly, making jokes about raping children and drawing a correlation between hating your neighbors and that's what the Nazis did. Like, she got fired and none of her co-workers, no one came to bat for her. James Gunn jokes about raping children. I know when all of his coworkers fly. Like, oh, no, come on, man. He was just joking about fucking kids. We'll quit. Come on, yeah. Well, she was just saying that you shouldn't hate your neighbors because neighbor hated neighbor for being Jew. And now we have a country where neighbor hates neighbor based on politics, and that's very dangerous. That's not a joke about raping children. It's not a creepy costume party post about being a pedophile. Both are freedom of speech. Both are things that should be protected morally and ethically. People only want freedom of their own speech, though. Right. And, like, I, I, would, I would challenge you people. Why, why do you deserve it and somebody else doesn't? Well, because I don't like them because they say things that make me uncomfortable. Yeah, but they, you say things that make other people uncomfortable. But that, but that doesn't matter. What yeah. matters is, is mm-hmm. how I mm-hmm. feel, and that's the world we live in, so, right? So these are the same people that are, like, punch a Nazi. That's, that's, their, that's their slogan. You've seen that, I'm sure. Oh, sure, sure. Um, punch a Nazi. So, and it's, it's basically it turned into assault a conservative is what yeah, that turned it, into. It, it, it is attack someone with whom you disagree. Yeah. And if they don't check these boxes, then obviously they're a Nazi. What, what, what would you do? What would you do if you were walking down the street? And I'm asking this to the folks who are being as combative as they are with this sort of shit. What would you do if you were walking down the street and you had a mark on you, a letter A, a fucking star, something like that. And because of that, 
somebody walked up and struck you. Okay, so based on your religion or something like that, your religion, your political affiliations, your voting habits, the people that you date, whatever, you're saying that based on these things, you should be able to act out violently against another person. Is that correct? That's precisely what they're saying. So what if somebody walked up and just fucking destroyed you? Like, I, I think most of these people have not been in a physical altercation. Sure. I don't think that they know what violence is like. Um, I think a lot of them grew up in coddled homes. I don't think you know how ugly it is. Like, could you... To have somebody... The the best thing, like, the best thing that I think could happen to one of you is that you could understand violence, and I would hope that it's not something that would be directed at you or somebody you care about because it's scary and it's fucking awful. And, yeah. like, if somebody directed it at me, man, dude, I will, I will crush you. Yeah. Like, I will be as awful as you want to make me. Right. Puppadoo. And, and that's what, like... Leave people alone, man. Live and let live. Right. But that's fuck off. But that's not good enough any longer. We can't have a live and let live culture. You must comply. You nah. must bend that's, the knee. That's fascism. And well, sure. It Be- it is. Because by definition. You you know that they are fascists because they call their enemy fascist. That's how you know they're the fascists. The people who literally want to silence you for what you think. Yeah, the people who celebrate the celebrate nonsense. your death. The people that want to ruin your career and your livelihood because you think or believe differently than them. Those are the fascists. The people calling you fascists. The people who, anyone who puts, and this is not, it's a generalization, it's not true, but... I am certain that there are plenty of people who have their, you know, you know, sometimes antisocial, always anti-fascist stamps on their Facebook logos. I assure you that those are people that are happy to silence others with whom they disagree. Yeah. They're fascists. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. I had a, I had a friend come over and uh, I had two friends come over. They did not know each other. And, um, it was unfortunate, but politics were brought up. Now, one of my friends is uh, black and Latino. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's what his parents were. Right. So now, now, I am making zero assumption about his politics because I don't know this fucking guy. Hyper conservative. But there are people out there. Where they're like, oh, black and Latino. He must be a leftist. Yeah. Uh, no, he's. He, I, I can't even call him hyper hyper conservative. He's very. He's. He's very uh, individual freedoms. She's so pretty more libertarian, more libertarian yeah. than yeah. anything. Um, and then my other friend is very, very left. And he he told the individual who was black and Latino, we'll call him Jay for the sake of the story. He told Jay, he was like, you don't understand that people were racist to you. And he's he's like, dude, he's like, I just explained to you what racism was, and you agreed. He's like, so by your definition that we just went over together, he's like, no, I do understand it. And Wait, your friend, the, the one guy told Jay, 
you don't understand how racism works and people are being racist against you and you don't even recognize yes. it? Wow. Yes. Wow. It was is that is that I mean it is, was un fucking believable is that the level of mind control i mean because if white people were really that powerful do you th- i mean come on oh no it was just it was absolutely asinine and jay was like do you hear the shit that you're saying right now he's like he's like you're telling a, a brown person that's how he described himself he goes you're telling a brown person that they don't understand their own life experience and that it has to be something else. How insulting is that? That is fucking, that is being racist. Yeah, how absolutely <laughs> condescending is it that you're so foolish? You are the arbiter of yeah. human experience. Yeah, you're so less than that someone else must describe to you you're too foolish and brainwashed to understand what oppression is so i your white savior must come in and explain to you that all of these white people are racist against you and you're too stupid to understand it how shitty and condescending that was awful it was awful and i'm like dude what the fuck? Right. Um, and both of us just started destroying his argument at yeah. that point. It was, it was, it was not, it was not fair anymore. But the statement that he made was so unfair that it just had to be picked yeah. up. Chris, your dad molested you. You don't, you don't remember right. it, but, but he, your dad fucked you in the ass. He diddled you. No, it happened. No, it did. Because I said so. Yeah. You're, you're, you, Chris, are too damaged and abused by your father to understand, to understand what sense. he did to you. But that's what happened. So the person that had made the aforementioned statement then excused himself. Um, and about 25 minutes later, I got a phone call from him. He's like, yeah, hey, I just felt like my opinion wasn't wanted, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I appreciate your opinion. Okay, I, very intelligent man. So I'm like, I, I love hearing what you have to say, and you don't always see things the same way that I do. So I'm, I'm appreciative of that because it gives me a new way to look at things. So I can learn a lot from you. This is called respect. Yeah, I, I can be wrong. Yeah. I, I, I could be wrong. I am an angry, volatile person. Help me. Help me understand. So I'm, I'm showing this individual respect. In hopes that he will understand that this is how respect works. It's reciprocated. You do this. Everybody is deserving of respect. Okay? You respect people. You respect their difference of opinion. You give them respect. That's not, it's not earned. It is given. Okay? People can lose your respect. People can earn more of your respect. But the fact of the matter is there is a general respect that you give to people. Why do you do this? Because they're humans. Because they might understand something that you don't. Right. They might have a perspective or an experience that you don't. And maybe you should just be decent and treat them, treat them kindly. Well, what I, I, going back to the person that had left, I was like, dude, I was like, I adore you and I adore your opinion and I'm happy that you came and I'm happy that you could present us with difference and you're more than welcome to come back. I'm like, you were just not right at all. And you made a, silly statement that you were picked apart for. So, you know, 
Right. You made it. You you made you an made argument mistake. that that we disagreed with. We had a discussion. We made a case, and we clearly both very strongly disagree with you. Doesn't mean we're not friends anymore. Yeah. Doesn't mean that I don't respect you or that I don't like you. It doesn't just means mean that, that I would celebrate your death. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't mean that I would go and piss on your grave. I wouldn't piss on my own mother's grave. I just wouldn't do it. I mean. Who takes time out of their life to have an enormous Facebook post saying 50 times, I will not, I will not celebrate someone's passing. I will not celebrate someone's passing. And then, ah, fuck that guy. I'm so glad he's dead. And then you get all these memes. Oh, death, death, death. Yay. Dead, dead, dead. I hope his fucking family suffers. I hope he's burning in hell. Like, yeah, you took time out of your day to wish ill on another person who did nothing to you. Did nothing to you. Yeah. I just don't. It, it breaks my heart. It absolutely. But another thing that infuriates me about sort of today's culture, I was trolling through Facebook and I saw a guy I like. He's a nice guy, you know, and I even agree with the sentiment that he posted. He had this thing where it showed this uh, loving brown family um, who probably immigrated to this country from somewhere in Central or South America. And they're waving flags and, you know, then they show this white guy who's wearing his Nazi flag T-shirt, and he says, "I would rather live. I would rather live next to an undocumented, loving family than a white supremacist citizen." And I was like, "Well, duh. Yeah, I mean, right. you're not. You're not brave. You're not courageous. You're not saying anything that anyone in my sphere of influence, or whom I know, or whom I associate with, disagrees with. That's not brave." At all. Yeah, I would rather I, live next yeah. to somebody that's not hateful yeah. than a hate monger. Yeah. Well, you no can, shit. And that's, you can say that you don't like Nazis and that is celebrated. You can say punch a Nazi. But if you're a conservative or you're someone who is guilty of wrong think and you say we shouldn't behave like Nazis, you're a villain, right? But my wife made a really good point. She's like, she's like, well, how about. I would just rather live next to a loving family than a hateful person. I mean, isn't it's very isn't, simple? Isn't that what we should be doing? Is just I just want to live next to good people and not associate with hateful people. Yeah, isn't? But even that—that's not a courageous fucking thing to say. No. You're not a fucking brave person. But most of these people are weak and have zero real influence, so they flock to the internet. To attempt to have but some kind of but, foothold. But, no, it's but I support, bullying and I, it's mob thing. But, but I put the appropriate flag around my Facebook icon. Therefore, I'm a good person. Yeah. I'm a good person because I align with this ideology or this thinking. Me, Mike Brodeur, libertarian, pro-gay marriage, pro-trans rights... Very, very liberal when it comes to social program, wants to get the fuck out of, you know, military conflicts around the rest of the world and just love and be good Americans, right? Like, I'm I'm not this monstrous person, but because I disagree with you on some issues, I have to be your enemy. I don't get it. That's bizarre. I don't want to live it's in actually, that world. It's like straight up stupidity. Yeah, I don't want to live in that world. I just don't, man. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, I don't want to do it, and I and I don't know how to change it. Like, I don't know how to impact things other than to disassociate, which makes me think I'm going to have to reconsider my entire career 
my entire pursuit in life because it involves the internet. And the internet is such an ugly fucking place. I don't know, man. I don't know. The internet's good too, though. Like what 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 we have working here is it is nice. Yeah, yeah. I. It's good as long as it's allowed to be free. As long as speech is allowed to be free and all that, this is good. You do not get to dictate what speech is put up. You do not get to dictate any of that, even if it hurts you or upsets you or anything like that. It is then don't fucking read it. Right. Well, then, stupid ass. Yeah. Right. Like, don't if if Chris and I offend you, fucking don't listen to the show. Right. Just don't listen to the show. But for some people, and obviously we are not popular enough for this to be a thing, but for many, many people, just tuning out, that's not good enough, Chris. I hate what you think. Ergo, I hate you. (laughs) Ergo, your children need to go hungry. You must lose your job and your children must suffer because your opinion is different than mine. You know what's funny? Okay, go after it. Go after it. Yeah. Like, if that's what you want to do, you want to try to take from me, go ahead. Yeah, well, that's the other thing, too, is that, I mean, at the moment, we don't monetize this, right? So there's nothing to come after. There's no incentive for the enemy to destroy us. I mean, here, even my old show was monetized. Anybody could have gone after that for anything. I wouldn't have fucking cared. Right. Like, if, especially if it's single individual. If you're, if you're an individual, well, then I'll just, I'll fight you back. Right. And I'll be way more heinous than you are because I wasn't bothering you. But you did bother me. Yeah, how, and that really, that's the crux of it, right? It is. It's the mere existence of the other person is so bothersome to the victim that they have to destroy the other person. You call them a victim though. when there's not one. That's that's the funny part. Well, that's how they perceive themselves. That's why I chose that word. But they're fucking, they're, they're not, if anything, they're an aggressor. You are the facilitator of altercation. What what do you mean, Chris? I I didn't, I I mean, I, I, so, so if, if, if somebody makes a social media post, that I don't agree with. I can I can do this. I give it a little flick and I scroll on past. I don't it. argue. I just look up. That, I'm like, that, oh. that, that would make that would make all the sense in the world. But instead, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna be like, oh, this is wrong. Typically speaking, too, it's you think it's wrong after a group of people tell you that what they said was wrong, not because of a thought that you had on your own, because you were incapable of creating this thought. Okay, and I'm 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 calling you stupid, just like I did last week, because I do think that it is. I think it's stupid. I I I think to not question this mob thing is the dumbest shit in the world, and I I I question your intelligence if that's what you're doing, and you might be shit. A lot of the people that I'm talking to, I think, are intelligent people generally, but then you do away with all that, and I don't know if it's because of your social status, if because you are so low in every hierarchy in which you exist that you have to display this monstrous behavior when given the opportunity, but okay. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it. I don't understand it, yeah. I, and I, I don't like it. 
I yeah. don't like it. But uh, you're, it's fucking weak dick shit. Yeah. Well, I don't. I just don't know. I just don't want to do anymore. Like I, I, I sincerely feel lost. Oh, I don't, man. I don't care. <laughs> like it's so you see some stupid shit happening. Okay, I don't give Disney my money anymore. Right. I will not. I canceled Disney, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. I will not give Disney my money. Cool. Any other any other fucking shit that I have that Disney happens to get money for, as soon as I find out, I'll cancel that shit too. Yeah, my buddy's like, you mean you're not going to see any new Marvel movies? I'm like, no, nah, I'm cool, man. No, fuck them, dude. I don't, I, I don't, don't give a shit. I don't. I mean, they're fun, but it's not that important to me. Here's the thing, man. I'll I'll support independent movies now, which is what I should have been doing all along. Speaking of independent stuff, have you seen the Amazon cartoon trailer for fucking Invincible? The yes, yes, Oh, yes. my God. I mean, it looks fucking sick. I, the The animation style is a little too... A little too cartoony. It, well, no, I was going to say I, 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 it, it's a little bit sharper. Oh, um, than the comic? Yeah, the comic had kind of like, if you look at Alan, for example, Alan has a very, in the cartoon, or in the comic book, he's got <laughs> with a big round eye yeah. and all that shit. In the trailer I saw, I was like, he looks... A little more badass. Yeah. yeah, but... You know, it, it started out really, really great with having this beautiful four-color light. Hey, what if you took the allegory, what if you made an allegory of Spider-Man and Superman together, right? So, young guy, getting his power, starting to develop, he can fly, super strength, all that stuff, and then turn that shit on its ear. Comic right. I absolutely love. Oh, the comic is Super magical. stoked, super, super stoked for the cartoon. I, uh, I actually read through... The first, I, I never finished Invincible. I read through the first few issues at the uh, urging of John Perks. Mm-hmm. And because he's like, I was like, I can't get into the Walking Dead thing. It's just not for me. Uh, he's like, well, you should check out this by Kirkman because it's really good. It's wonderful. And yeah. I I read the first trade and I was like, oh, this is great. And uh, I I was waiting for a compendium to come in mm-hmm. to purchase and it didn't show up. Uh, that volume one or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I need to buy that one. Yeah, I'm super, super excited about super excited about that particular that particular. Hopefully, show. they do it justice. Yeah. I hope they, they. There's so much source material to go on that there's not really a reason to devi- deviate from it. Well, and it's. I mean, it ended right. It yeah, is. A, it it has. It, it has an actual in, finite in yep. ending point, which, as a fan of media, I really, really like that. Right. Just, uh, yeah. I, sure. I don't want something that runs on forever and ever and ever. I do have another relationship thing that I want to talk about, though, that will be a little bit lighter hearted. What you got? Well, so, and again, I'm going to talk about a role-playing game. Okay. Not because this is a role-playing game podcast, but because it's a hobby I engage in and it involves relationships with friends. And uh, I have one particular friend with whom I have been playing tabletop role-playing games with for a long time. And uh, that we're, it seems that we're turning the corner on the pandemic. So my group's going to get back together, and every two weeks we're going to game. Cool. You know, the guy who is most likely to be exposed has been vaccinated. Um, half the people that are there in gaming wear masks, even in my house. Not that I need to justify myself to you, not to the audience. Fuck off, right? But I said to my buddy, right, I called him. I'm like, hey, I'm going to start this game. I know that this particular mechanical system and play style is not your thing. You have a spot at my table. You're my friend. It's yours if you want it. Mm -hmm. However, I know you. 
you're my buddy, you're going to have your reservations about doing this. The game is the only creative outlet I have right now. It's important to me. So if you want to do it, cool. If you don't want to do it, you need to tell me. And we had a number of conversations forever, and it took him a long time to agree that, yes, it's something that he wants to do. So, no problem. Time comes, time passes, everybody shows up at my house weeks later. Um, I've done some, you know, planning and a little bit of writing work and whatever. Nothing important because we haven't started the game. Um, I'm having everybody over to my house to make characters, you know, for this d game. Yeah. And right out of the onset, my one friend, we're just going to call him the actor. Right out of the onset, the actor is in a shitty mood and he's not feeling it and whatever. And then he starts asking me all these very pointed questions about the game. And I wasn't bothered by the questions, totally appropriate questions, reasonable ones. And in some, in some cases, I wish I'd thought about it ahead of time, actually. Sure. And, and had an opportunity to give it a little bit more, a little bit more, uh, you know, give it a little more cognitive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He just, the fashion with which he was asking, I was like, did, did, I, did I, have I upset you somehow? I mean, I literally asked him, I'm like, are you mad at me? Did I, did I do something to you to make you upset? Uh-huh. And he's like, no, no, I just want to understand. And I'm like, okay. So then he's just not into it. There's an emergency text at the end of the night and he's got to leave, you know, pretty quickly, right? We're almost wrapped up. But he's like, I have to go right now. I'm like, okay, cool, no problem. So I text him the next day. Well, I'm sorry. Let me let me step back. Before he left, he had asked, so are we doing this every two weeks? At which point, my blood temperature starts to rise. And he's like, because I don't know if I'm going to, I mean, because uh, I might have to work and on that Saturday and da 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 And now my blood is boiling because you fucker. We had this conversation for almost an hour already over the course of yeah. multiple phone calls. You knew the schedule. You knew what day we were playing. You knew what time we were starting. You know what time we intended to stop. Everyone was on the same page before they even confirmed, yes, I want to participate or not. And now you're acting like you have no idea what's going on and that this information wasn't laid out. I was very mad. Now, the actor has a lot going on in his life. He's planning his wedding, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So gave him a pass. It's been, it'll be two weeks Friday. Again, I know it's not an important thing in terms of it's not paying anybody's bills. It's not curing cancer. It's just a hobby. But it's about communication and respect. Yeah. I texted everybody and I'm like, hey, would everybody please send me pictures of their character sheet front and back? So everybody does it. First couple guys do it right away. Then a couple other people I have to coax. One of the players in the game is my wife, so I don't need hers because it's sitting on my, my, my game table. Yeah. The actor doesn't send it. So I text him like, hey, actor, can you send me your character? So then he starts asking me all these questions about why I need it. And I'm like, dude, I just want it for reference. Because what I want to do is I want to put together an eight and a half by 11 landscape-oriented character matrix that has five columns, which each of the PCs, so I know their starting hit points, I know their armor class, I know their saving throws. You're so organized I, with this. So then that way, when I don't have to go, hey, wife, 
what is your character's armor class again? Because I just yeah. fucking know. It's just here. And then I'm just faster. I'm on top of it. But more importantly, because Dungeons & Dragons is really... It makes the playing more smooth. It does. And it makes the combat encounter preparation, because fighting is such a big part of d d It if I have a matrix that I can just look at one piece of paper and have an idea of your damage output, yep. your ability to take damage, how likely it is statistically for me to hit you, etc., I can make better encounters, right? Yeah. But more importantly, dude, it's for my own fucking reference. It's your goddamn character. Just, I'm your DM. Just send me the fucking pictures. Yeah. Don't interrogate me. Just send me the goddamn pictures. But I know I'm an angry person. I'm trying to be a better human being. I'm trying to be a better game master. So instead, I was just like, well, actually, dude, it's really for my own reference. And, you know, I'll, when, when, you know, send it to me when you come on, when you come next Friday, I'll show you what, exactly what I'm using it for, right? No big deal. So he hasn't even finished his character. Okay. Right? Doesn't even have a name. Okay, fine. So I text him this morning. I'm like, dude, hey, oh, what's up with your character? What's going on? Are you finished? That's it. No, what's going on with the pictures? No pressure, no nothing. Just fucking radio silence. He's not into the game. He doesn't want to play. He just wants to come over and hang out, which is fine. But I made it clear from the onset that this game is important to me. And if you don't want to play, then you shouldn't do it. If he's got too much going on, there's too much stress. He's got his own depression issues, whatever. Fine. I have given you many, many escape hatches, right? I've given you plenty of opportunity to say, I appreciate the thought. Yeah, graciously pull the lever to the ejector seat. It's not, it's not for me, yeah. or I can't do it. I've got too much going on. But I'm the kind of person where I'm going to give you, you know, three, four opportunities to be honest with me, but eventually I'm going to lose my temper. And I'm afraid that it's going to damage our relationship as friends because I'm going to get mad at him. Um, in fact, I almost lost my temper with him that last Friday night. So here we are Tuesday. My game is on Friday. I want to have all that stuff put together, which I know, again, it's not, it's not a world-shattering thing, but it's important to me. I enjoy doing it, and I want to be prepared, and I want to have – I want to run a good game for my players. And his lack of participation is one problem, but – I really feel like he's not being honest with me and that's an even more serious issue. Hmm. And that's going to make me mad. So why don't you just tell him no? Um, that's okay to do. It, it is okay to do, but here's the, here's the issue. He is my friend. I like gaming with him. I like him being around. Yeah. I want to give him ample opportunity. Here, I had a friend kick me out of a gaming group because I couldn't be there regularly. Totally, totally acceptable. Yeah. Totally acceptable. And when he brought it up, he was like, dude, I like gaming with you. I want to game with you. Your schedule sucks. Yeah, you can't commit, which is okay. And I'm like, hey, you're right. That's fair. I'm sorry. If you ever want me to come and fill in and I'm available, I will absolutely do it. You know, I think that's fair. Um, maybe present him with that option. Yeah, I mean, I should. So, and, and I do, I mean, I, I really do try to think things, think these things out. Like, I, and I don't want to get into it on the show because we've gotten into enough politics sure, stuff sure, and I don't sure. want to get into the politics of role-playing games and critical race theory and Dungeons and Dragons and all of that shit. But 
I'm trying to be patient because in that moment, at that time, your blood boiled. I did. Yeah. And, and it, I was, I was angry. So I took a step back and then after he left, my wife, you know, brought something up and I was like, boy, I'm a lot more angry than I realized even at the time because we've went over all this, right? It'd be like, it'd be like if my wife had another affair. So maybe he's asking you to get him out. You think if he can, do you think he wants me to just fucking dump him? Yeah. I, I, it, it almost sounds like it. Huh. It sounds like he doesn't have the, the stones to tell you, I don't want to do this. Right. Well, I even, I even said to him, I'm like, look, if you do, if you're not going to do this, yeah, but the next game but you're what, in, man, what, it's what, yours. It's what your you're seat. saying. What you're saying is if you don't No, I want to do it. I want to do it. Yeah. You're and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would offer him, I like anytime you have a, a P like a, an NPC that requires a little more, have him come in and do the NPC. Yeah. I, I and, and I think that that is a perfectly reasonable sol- or a reasonable compromise. How many times you've been over to that guy's game to run an NPC? None. Exactly. But he also hadn't asked me. Ah, okay. I gotcha. Because if he would ask me, I would have done it. Hey, well, I've got, it, during this encounter, I'm going to bring in an NPC, and I would really like it if you would come play it. I think that's fair. It is. And if he, if he would have asked me to do it, I would have graciously done so. It's yeah. not like a, a, here, I was so busy, I couldn't regularly play the game. He understood that. That was fair. Um. With that being said, I'm not going to hold up his game at all. But if he texted me and was like, "Hey, do you have availability?" and I did, I would have absolutely right. gone over there okay. and done it. Well, I think that's I think that's good advice. I mean, I've gotten a couple texts here that we've been sitting and recording, so I don't know. Maybe maybe he did. Maybe I have his character sheet. But that was my situation. Is that I because I am a reactionary and enthusiastic person i have a tendency to kind of lash out at people exactly and so i didn't want to be that guy and that's something that i really do enjoy about doing this show with you is the opportunity to work through things because i am not a stupid person but my brain is like stone right it's thick it's it's slow I need opportunity to work through things yeah. to wrap my head around them. I don't move at a critical thinking pace. That's why I'm not, I mean, I, aside from laziness, but I think that's one of the reasons why I'm not a big successful person like my older brother is because my brother's brain moves with an alacrity that I just don't understand. Well, I don't... <sighs> I think you are one of the more intelligent people that I interact with on a but, regular but basis. But I'm slow. Well, I don't. I don't even think that you're slow. Mm, I, feel I don't slow. think. I think you're lazy. Ah, <laughs> touche. Um, yeah. No, you're right. I'm totally I don't, lazy. I don't, I don't think you're slow at all. And like it, it, working with you, because I've worked with you. If it came to getting something done, you were quick to formulate a plan, listen to recommendations, and then execute with the course of action that you thought would be most appropriate given the information that was available. So, like, that's critical thinking. Fair. Uh, and that's that's fluid thinking as well. Like, you're doing it real time right now, done. All right, implemented. Um, 
So, and, and, and like speaking to you, I will not be very clear at times, but I can tell that you understand because you will restate what I'm saying in, in more clear fashion, showing me that you understand what I'm saying. So your ability to sort through shit and make something of it is not up for question. Like you're very, very intelligent when it comes to that. I just think you're fucking lazy sometimes, which shit, we all do it. Well, and I also, but the other thing is too, is that my, my immediate reaction, my immediate instinct is to be defensive and tell people to fuck off. Hmm. Right. And I, and I guess, and I guess that is, and it's, it's, it's my own fucking bullshit and my own damage. But just as a kid, whenever somebody came at you, it was negative. It was going to be a negative experience. Either somebody was going to say something mean or they were going to hit you or whatever. And I don't mean other kids. I mean, well, my mom. But I just, my whole life has been back on one heel on the defensive. So when somebody comes at me with something like that, my instinct is to lash out and thrash them. And so I need to stop and be like, okay, what? What's his motivation? What? Why? What? Where is he coming from? Or you just act on it once. What do you mean? You probably don't often act on the impulse of giving it to somebody. Uh, I had not for a long time. I, I really do so try to not. Sometimes, do it. like in order to be a fully integrated person, you do have to let your nasty side out at people. If, do you, do you believe you, that, though? If you have fangs and claws, you are less likely to need to use them. I see what you're saying. A rabbit is not harmless because it, because it's moral. It's harmless because it's harmless. Well, that you ever been bit by a rabbit? His teeth are fucking mean, yeah. man. A rabbit is, again, <laughs> a rabbit's a prey animal. Right. Um, a rabbit's made of food. Yes. Right. So it, If you it, cut it, it open, it's, there's it's, food inside. It's moral, yeah. just not at all. It's just defenseless. Now, a monster that could eat the rabbit and chooses not to eat the rabbit, well, that's morality. So if you have fangs and claws and choose not to use them, then you are acting in a fashion that is moral. And in order to be fully integrated and to be, Carl Jung called it integrating your shadow, um, you have to bring the uglier sides of yourself into yourself So in, in a form that's recognizable to you. So you have to consciously do it. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like when we'll have conversations and you're like, did you say that to somebody? And I'm like, yes, I did say that to somebody. And if they didn't like it, fine. I didn't say it to be malicious. I said it because it needed to be said. And they will either respect me for saying it or they'll fuck off. Either way, I don't care. I want people to want to play the game with me and people want to play the game with me, the game of life. Okay, people want to interact with me. Why? Because I'm not malicious. Like, that part of character shows. Am I, am I, uh, can I be combative with how I speak and stuff like that? Sure, 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 sure. Can it come off as very ugly? Yes. Is it intended so? Generally speaking, no. Well, I think that that's probably a wonderful word of wisdom is, well, first of all, the revelation that you're a Jungian is, is interesting enough, but the idea that you need to integrate your shadow, but do it in a healthy fashion. Yeah. You just have to be aware of it first. Mine's a monster, and so yeah, I keep well, it at bay. See, that's the thing. If you if then it's gonna come out in ways that you don't want. Oh, all the time. And that's not acceptable. When it's not controlled, it's unacceptable. 
Okay. You know what? You're right. You're right. On a lighter note, I bought a fucking leather-bound version of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings this week. I've never read either of them. I know you're not the biggest fan. I know. But I'm so excited to read through them. I think that they are an essential... Piece of nerd literature? Yes. They are, they are, they are an essential cornerstone to the hobby and industry that I love. And for that, they will always be precious. I, I just think that Tolkien was a fucking super genius. The guy made up entire languages. There's, uh, there's been like one or two people ever that have done that, and he made up several. I will never dispute his intellect or his imagination. It's not the most fun thing. Um, and then I got second edition of Frostgrave. Ooh! I did, <laughs> I've been dying to play that game with oh, you. Oh, now I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, I've been dying to play that game with you, so I went to uh, Miniature Market to pick up an order, and I saw it sitting there on a shelf, and I was like, fuck it, done. And now that's what we need to do, is you come over some Tuesday, we record an episode of this, and then you and I play a game of Frostgrave. Why don't, think, why don't we do it, what are you doing next Tuesday, why don't we do it then? Or apparently we're playing Frostgrave next Tuesday. So why don't we play that? You can take photos of it, or maybe we can record the session mm-hmm. so that you can use it for... Your other show. Sure. That way it's double fruitful. Well, so I will use it for editing content and review content for sure, but I don't want to put a game up that doesn't have everything painted. Nothing against you, but... No, that's fine. My shit's painted. Oh, mine is not. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, not completely painted. Do you have a a painted troop or a warband? Yeah. So just use them and I'll use my painted warband. Because they're not finished painted. They're not good enough yet. Yeah. Well, mine definitely aren't good enough by your standard, (laughs) but... They exist. Mine, paint mine aren't good enough by my standards, certainly compared to the standard of actual good painters. <laughs> you're going to see mine. You're going to be like, what are you, retarded? No. Did you, I, did you paint this with fucking crayons, you dunce? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> All right, release your shade.